Hey pickleball friends, welcome back to Third Shot Podcast. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and check us out on Instagram and on Facebook at Third Shot Podcast. We are also on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. Welcome back, everyone. How are you doing, Uncle and Russ? I'm doing good. You know, I am down here with you, so this is special. <laughs> it is I a feel, special time. <laughs> I feel left out. I, I'm the only one not in Vegas. The next time I'm there, it, it's happening for the Shamrock Open the next time here. So that that's happening. We're going to all get together in Vegas and just eat. Yeah, we are pumped for that. It is so on. It is so on. Speaking of shots coming up here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Our yes. first shot of the show. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Irish car bombs, right? You know, what's funny is the three of <sighs> us have never been at the same place at the same time. It's We've crazy. always, you know, we meet, we talk, we plan, we do all this stuff virtually. Obviously, Bridgie and I are family, so we've been together a lot in our lives. <laughs> Russ and I used to work together, so we've been, uh, you know, with each other a lot in our lives. But the three of us have never gotten together and just had a good time and have hung out together. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to next month when we can finally get the trifecta in person going. Exactly. You know, it's going to be a good time. <laughs> it is. I mean, we've been teasing Russ with all the different places that we're going to go to when we finally get down, when he gets down here to Vegas, right? We're talking about food places and hangouts and place to play pickleball. This is great. Yeah. Any recommendations from our listeners, please send them our way and we'll try everything. We'll go out to all the pickleball courts, do whatever we can in the short amount of time that well, and the pickleball there. courts that we've been hanging out almost every day or night has been Sunset Park. Yeah. And yeah, we've been working hard at our game ever since I came. I've been, this is probably my fifth day, I think, in Vegas. And I think we played almost every day, if not twice a day, <laughs> a couple of times. It's true. Yeah. You came in last week. And today, when I went back to work, my friends were asking me what I did over the weekend. And I was like, I ate. And I played pickleball and they just looked at me like I was nuts. I said, and it was the best weekend I've had in a very long time. Oh, that's great. I think one of my best as well. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you you say that to them. They're like, oh, you're, you're, your uncle's in town, huh? Yeah, exactly. They already know. <laughs> Uncle Greg must have flown in. <laughs> so we've been working hard because we do have the Shamrock Open coming up in March. Uh, that term. Tournament runs from March 15th through the 18th, and they have, you know, women's singles, I think it's the first day. Oh, no, I apologize. I think the first day is men's singles, and then they have women's doubles on Thursday. Then they have mixed doubles on Friday, and then they have men's doubles on Saturday. This event sounds like so much fun. You know, later in the episode, we're going to be talking more about it, but Bridget and I have been working at our game because we're playing mixed doubles together. And we've been out in Sunset. We've been getting a lot of great instruction out there from just friends and people we've met. Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work and a lot of fun all at the same time. We've been putting in like three hours at a time, going out twice a day. And like you said, though, the people out there are so helpful 
and giving us tips and kind of strategy to boost our game up. And really, that's kind of what we've been working on these past few days is our chemistry with one another, positioning on the court, and just our overall touches, I think. It was really nice because one of the Instagram friends that we've made, Duke, lives here in Las Vegas. He's a a tennis instructor and pickleball instructor. He made sure that he set up his crew and they wanted to meet us one night. And we basically played until the lights turned off on us at 11 o'clock out of sunset. They got such a cool setup. They brought the heater out there. They had snacks. You know, they had a bunch of people. And Duke was really working with us to kind of give us some pointers on what we need to work on. And I'm just curious, Virgie, what do you what did you take out of that that night? Because it was so valuable. Yeah, you know, everything that he said was super helpful. And I kind of left the court feeling like, oh, my gosh, I have so much to work on in such little time. But I think the most valuable thing um, was the body positioning. And so I don't come from a racket sport background. You know, I grew up playing soccer and softball. um, So it's been a little bit tougher for me to kind of figure out how to position my body when I'm supposed to be hitting the ball at the same time and learning how you know, the 45 degree, that's all I remember, 45 degree, 45 (laughs) degree, and how that really does help your touch overall and your control. And it is very um, helpful in terms of having more options on returning the ball. Um, So that's in my mind. And I will be working on turning my body, 45 degree swing, I got it now. <laughs> it was super valuable when he was giving us that tip. I mean, you know, you, you it totally makes sense when he shows it to you, right? Yes, and he was showing it. And then the other thing that he mentioned is kind of how he uses more shoulder turn, right? And really the swing is less arm and just more mm-hmm. rotation with, the, you know, the upper body and, and shoulder. And he was equating it to ping pong which a lot of people come from ping pong backgrounds that play pickleball now. And, you know, if you watch those professional ping pong players, a lot of it is just rotation of the body versus swinging wildly with their hands and arms and, you know, that type of thing. So I thought visually that really helped me. In fact, one of the things I did after he gave us those tips, I came home and I went on YouTube and I looked up ping pong. (laughs) And I I, I watched some of the people playing ping pong and I, I saw how they were just rotating, coming over the ball for topspin. And then I go, oh. Okay, that's that's what I need to do more of when I'm out there on the court. So yeah, it was it was so helpful. Shout out to Duke for helping us. Yeah, out. shout out to Duke and, <laughs> and the whole crew that was out there helping us. I mean, all of them had some really valuable tips for us, and just playing with more advanced players helped mm-hmm. us level up our game. So you know, we learned more on how to play pickleball from Duke and his crew. Russ, what do you that want? Sounds to learn like from yeah, that sounds like my cue there. Learning more. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I was I was actually wondering this. You guys just made me kind of come up with this. You've got this versus te- pickleball versus tennis, but now pickleball and, and, and ping pong. Ping pong's usually inside, and you now I've I've done the 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 game outside. If I'm going to play inside, because we've got some rain coming up here in the Bay Area, uh, is there a difference really? Like anything that I need to to do differently on the like inside courts versus the out outdoor courts? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and I think, well, there, there are so many different answers to this, but one of the big differences is wind. 
and, uh. <laughs> and, and sun. Those are the two mm-hmm. biggest things, wind and sun, because when you're outside and you're dealing with wind, either crosswind, downwind, into the wind, it really affects on how you play and, and what kind of shots you're going to hit in certain situations. Because if you're going into the wind, you're typically driving the ball a lot more. If you're going downwind, you're, you know, you obviously you, you can't hit the ball as hard because you're hitting it downwind and it's going to carry deep a lot of times. So you kind of have to back off or, you know, more top spin. Um, the other thing is when you're playing outdoors and I love these guys that do it, if they know you're looking into the sun, they just lob it, they just lob it right over it. Yeah. <laughs> to make you look into the sun over and over and over again. And so what I learned is, okay, if you know there's a definite advantage to sides that you have to switch sides after six points. That makes it fair oh, right. for, for both yeah, teams. Yeah. So one team is not just always hitting downwind or always hitting upwind or always looking in the sun. So those are the two biggest things, just the elements, uh, playing outdoors versus indoors. The one thing I will say about playing indoors, and I typically do play once a week indoors in a gym, uh, there tends to be, for me, tougher to follow the ball because of glare, of the lighting, oh, right. and the uh, courts. Right. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of reflection off the basketball courts that we play mm-hmm. on. Yeah. And um, you have to get really used to, you know, following the ball. In fact, a lot of players indoors will not play with the typical, um, you know, greenish yellow balls because they just can't see it coming off the courts. So they want to go with the orange balls or, or something more fluorescent that's going to help them see it. So there's a lot of there's a lot of differences between indoor and outdoor. Okay. Okay. Well, am I going to be better indoor? <laughs> That's going to be the mystery. Let, don't even don't don't even give me an answer to that. <laughs> the answer is probably no. You had me thinking for a minute there. I was like, oh, which way should I go with this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I saw those wheels spinning. All right. So that's uh, you know, I'm always learning more over on my podcast. This podcast, there's always something great going on. What do we got on today's show? Well, it's all about the Shamrock Open today. We mentioned it a little bit just now. It's all about promoting the Shamrock Open. And, you know, we want as many people to come down and join Bridgie and I and and you, Russ. All three of us are going to be there. We have some really exciting things to talk about. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing is talking Shamrock Open. And when we come back from break, we have the general manager uh, Van Battistone, and he's the general manager of Lake Las Vegas Sports Club, where the Shamrock Open will be held. It's a beautiful facility, and I can't wait for everybody to hear more from Dan. So come back after the break and learn more about the Shamrock Open. There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core, heavyweight, midweight, lightweight, elongated, wide body, and the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLife and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. 
They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a Third Shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos. Welcome back to the second segment of Third Shot Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Third Shot Podcast and on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. Today we are joined by Dan Battistone. He is the general manager of the Lake Las Vegas Sports Club, where the annual Shamrock Open Tournament is being hosted. Welcome, Dan. Thanks, Bridgie. Good to be here. Thanks, Greg. How's it going, Dan? We do start our show off with a little traditional toast, a little second shot here. So if you'd like to join us for a little drink. Let's toast to the Shamrock Open. Cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. I wasn't that official there. I sorry guys. <laughs> oh, I, I made it official for you. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I, I wish I did some Irish whiskey just to kind of get in the spirit of things of, of St. Patrick's Day, and that's kind of the spirit of the Shamrock Open. Now you have, uh, you know, Lake. I'm sorry, Lake Las Vegas Sports Club has been hosting the Shamrock Open for seven years. Tell us the origins of how you guys got involved with the uh, the tournament. You know, it's uh, yeah. I've been here all seven years, and. Uh, you know, I was hired to, to work with Rain Tree, who's uh, um, really been supportive and helped really build the Lake Las Vegas Sports Club originally. And Pat Parker, the president, um, you know, the very first event we decided was to have hold an event during, uh, you know, on in St. On St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, you know, pickleball was just starting to really grow at that time. This is going back six or seven years. Uh, and uh, we thought, hey, let's let's. Uh, let's run an event on St. Patrick's day and uh, call it the Shamrock open. And, uh, and here we are seven years later and, and it's a, it's, it's probably the most personal and, and, and most fun event of the year for me. Well, we're super excited. I think we've mentioned before that uncle Greg and I are actually going to be competing in this tournament too. So it'll be our first look at a tournament and we can't wait. We've been practicing. Great, great. I'm going to be watching We've been you guys. grinding, Dan. We've been grinding. We're getting ready for this. We are. So over the years, and more so recently, pickleball has exploded. Um, what are the participant numbers looking like this year compared to the first year that you were, you ran it? Oh, you know, I should have gone back and looked at the exact numbers, but we probably had, uh, you know, it, obviously it's grown the last, especially the, these last several years, but like this year we'll expect hopefully – close to 300 participants, you know, between 250 and 300 participants. And, uh, and, uh, I'm sure that first year we might've had 50 to a hundred uh, is my guess, you know, it was, um, the one thing, there's so many more tournaments these days that, uh, back when we started, we, we were like one of the only tournaments going on. And now you have a lot of competition from tournaments, but, but we have players that come back time and time again to take advantage of our, uh, you know, our other festivities, you know, people will come dressed in leprechaun outfits. I hope, you know, Bridgie and Greg, I, I miss, I'm, I have high hopes for you guys. Maybe <laughs> or, or a funny hat or, or some green hair or something. Okay. <laughs> we were, I don't we were look it, prepared. but I am Irish. I, really? 
I will put on some green. I'll do I'll do the little the Irish thing for sure. <laughs> and Dan, you say that there's a lot of tournaments out there, and there are, and there's more popping up all the time. But the one thing that really attracted Bridgie and I to the Shamrock Open is the amount of fun it sounds like everybody has. I think you go way beyond to make sure that all the participants are having a great time. You know, you mentioned just, you know, you know, dressing up and that type of thing, but tell us a little bit about what people can expect because it's way more than just playing pickleball. It is, it is. And we have, I mean, you may get sick of the music by the fourth day of the tournament on Saturday with all the Irish music playing and, uh, you know, but uh, we really try, you know, this was never about, uh, you know, and again, our, our rain tree has been always great. It was never about the money as much as just bringing people together for, for a great experience, you know. And so, um, you know, if you look at the the numbers of the tournament, you know, we spend, you know, this isn't, a, it's just about having a great time. And so we'll have food and snacks out there for the players and drinks and uh, good music. Uh, you know, our Friday night pot of gold party has one of the best musicians. Sean Eiferman does a wonderful job and we'll have, you know, 200 players and members here dancing and enjoying Irish food. And, um, you know, it just, we really, and you'll see people come back year, year after year, just because we, we, we focus on the experience, you know, the pickleball is great as well. And that's part of it, but we're, you know, we're not out here at a cutthroat tournament where it's, it's all about winning or losing. It's more about having fun, meeting people, you know, building relationships and, uh, and uh, just having a great time. And I think you're doing something a little extra on Saturday this year. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're holding a barbecue to get, you know, we really want to, there's so much fun when we do have participants uh, where, uh, you know, we have spectators coming and watching the pickleball players. Uh, um, you know, Saturday we have the men's doubles which will have some great matches. And we expect to have about 200 uh, spectators out there with our barbecue. We're having a, just hosting a barbecue for, for the players and the fans to come out and just enjoy uh, almost like a, an Irish picnic. That's kind of what I think of it. We'll have, we'll have tables out on the grass. If you want to sit on the, on the golf course and watch, uh, if you want to sit from the stands, you want to be down below, um, you know, it really is overlooking that you guys were here uh, recently and uh you know, the club overlooks the golf course and you, you maybe if we got a little rain on those days, you might even think it's Ireland. Maybe. <laughs> Bridget, I don't know if there. You might. So, um, you know, we just, again, that's just one of the, one of the things that we'll do to make it fun. So. Yeah, it sounds great. And you are right. It is an absolutely beautiful area and the golf course itself too, along with the clubhouse and the atmosphere. We cannot wait. The music, the food, everything. Um, it sounds like a really great tournament though for beginners to kind of get their feet wet with tournaments. It sounds laid back and very inviting. Is this a tournament that's open to all levels of play? Absolutely. And, and we found, uh, you know, we have probably here at our sports club, we have about 3000 members, including all the members. And we have at least a couple of hundred that play pickleball. And we found that a lot of the players, as soon as you mentioned tournament, they say, oh, wait, wait a second. I'm just here for fun. I don't want to play the tournament. You know, I don't want to play against an expert. And, you know, they don't realize that we that we have all the different divisions. We have the beginner divisions where you'll play against somebody of your own level and and again, it's really an opportunity. I've always enjoyed the opportunity to meet other people, to develop relationships, and uh, and and we'll partner you. You're going to be playing against somebody of your own level, and that just makes it uh, you know. So it's it'll be fun, competitive, and it's really like I said, it's not. We're not a. This tournament's not a sanctioned tournament. We're out to to go beat uh, 
we do have medals. We have the gold, silver, bronze medals. So it's not, you know, we do want to win. You know, I'm very competitive myself, but but it's really about the experience and, uh, you know, beginner players that have never played before. We hope we continue to to see new players out every year. I think it's so cool that you have a lot of spectators coming to kind of cheer everybody on. I think it just adds to the environment and the excitement to the event, the music going. And then you have been so generous as a host to this event that you're actually opening up your facilities to all of the players. So people coming in from out of town, they get to use the facilities at Lake Las Vegas Sports Club, which there's a lot of fun things that you can do besides play pickleball there. Yeah, yeah. You know, we obviously we have the the driving range right behind the courts there. We have our pools, hot tubs, steam rooms, things like that. The gym you guys saw, um, you know, this has really been, uh, you know, in Lake Las Vegas as a community as a whole, we've always had their, their gated communities, right? Each gated community. And we're really the heart of the community to develop relationships, to meet people. And we hope that, you know, some of those that are coming from out of town to play, we have, I know we have a great group coming from Hawaii, about 20 players coming from Hawaii and from Colorado and Montana and Utah. And, you know, to come here and spend time together and, and, uh, you know, again, develop relationships that hopefully from years, years to come, they'll be able to enjoy that. And since this is the Shamrock open, I think you even have players coming from Ireland. (laughs) We do. We (laughs) do. Yes. I think the word spreading so maybe your podcast here, Greg, if we can get some more next year. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely recruit people from Ireland and get them out here. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, the Lake Las Vegas Sports Club. And, you know, the, for people that are coming in from out of town or people that live in Las Vegas that don't really know about all the offerings that you have. Tell us a little bit about what uh, is going on out there. Yeah, yeah. Going back again to the, the very beginning, uh, Rain Tree, this used to be an old old golf course uh, called the Falls Golf Course. And, uh, you know, in the recession here, you know, Las Vegas got hit really hard back in 2007 and eight in the recession that time. And, and uh, our company came in and, and uh, revitalized basically the golf club and turned it into the Lake Las Vegas Sports Club. And, and, you know, to create a a, a place where people could come and enjoy spending time together. We, we we're very strong on the social side as well as the fitness side. I, I, I told you guys, we have about 80, 80 plus classes each week that are free for members from boxing to spin to tennis, to pickleball, to, you know, in season, the cardio, uh, you know, water aerobics, uh, um, MMA actually mixed arts as well. Mixed martial wow. arts we do for, for kids and for, for adults, um, uh, TRX. And so, you know, and that's, that's been one of our strengths where we still have a lot of members actually from California. that are still commuting back and forth and they can come in on a weekend and go to a yoga class or go to a spin class. Um, every Friday night, we have our big happy hour. Where we'll have about 200 people out here and we offer, you know, we'll, we'll provide appetizers and food for our members. The bar is open. A lot of times we'll have live music as well. And, um, um, you know, and it's, we've tried to just continue to offer world-class amenities for our Lake Las Vegas residents. You do need to be a Lake Las Vegas resident. You have to buy a home here to, to, to qualify, to be able to be a member of the sports club. And so that's, uh, um, I actually find that it's, it's beneficial because, you know, those that are members show pride of ownership in the, in the sports club or pride of, you know, being a, being a Lake Las Vegas resident and 
we have so many great members that have really supported. You'll, you'll see how many volunteers we have during the Shamrock Open, just members that are just happy to help. They'll play their matches and they'll stay around and help volunteer. And uh, it's really a community effort to make the sports club what it is, the heart of the community, and to be able to run all of these events. We have a very popular hiking group and cycling group, you know, where people just can spend time enjoying uh, the, you know, we've got a beautiful area out here with the lake, you know, paddleboarding and kayaking. I didn't talk about that. That's, and that's very popular amongst our members as well on the lake. Well, for all the people that have not signed up yet for the Shamrock Open, what would you like to tell them and get them excited about getting on and, and uh, you know, signing up and participating in this fantastic event? And I can't wait. Bridgie and I have been talking about this for a long time. We can't wait to get out there. But what would you like to tell all those players? I just think it's a tournament unlike anything else. Uh, you know, you have the gate, great backdrop of the golf course and the Red Rocks across the street from the courts. And, um, you know, you've got the player party. You have the music. You know, pickleball is wonderful in itself. But when you add all the different element of all of these things for the Shamrock Open, it really, I promise you, you will not be disappointed if you sign up, it, you know, and we'll welcome you. You'll find our our, our team is great here and we we appreciate you, Greg and Bridgie, as well. It's 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 nice to have you playing this show. I might have to get a special group to come cheer you on. <laughs> oh, I hope so. up, I'm hoping they're cheering for us, you know, and giving us a big applause, and go, "Don't worry, Greg, Uncle Greg, you can do it. Don't you know? Don't mess up anymore, but you can do it." Yeah, yeah, we need. I need that. My ego's fragile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll find Lake Las Vegas in general is a very tight knit. It, it feels like more like a small town feel in, in a bigger city. And you'll find it's just a, you know, they'll probably hug you and say, Hey, Greg, uh, you know, you're our fellow member. Like, oh, you don't live here. What, what, wait a second. You know, and they'll still, they'll still embrace you and, 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 and welcome you here. And, uh, um, I hope you guys feel welcome when you come as well. Oh, I'm sure we will. Dan, thank you so much. We are super excited to participate in the tournament and be out there and meet all of the wonderful residents and members and participants of the tournament. Um, your facility is beautiful. And as Uncle mentioned before, if you haven't already, you can still sign up for the tournament at pickleballtournaments.com. That's pickleballtournaments.com. And you too can be a part of this wonderful celebration and pickleball tournament. Thanks, Dan, for joining us. And when we come back from break, we have Blake Reno from Pickle Play and Chris Gialanza from Wild Monkeys. Both companies are partnering with us to help us out at the Shamrock Open. And I can't wait for you guys to hear what they're doing with us, as well as learn a little bit more about Pickle Play and Wild Monkeys. So we'll be right back. There are so many different paddle companies, and one that stands out is Wild Monkeys. They are family-owned and donate a portion of sales to the Georgia Wildlife Federation. Wild Monkeys has crazy designs with really cool stories behind them. But most importantly, these paddles play. Their selection has a little bit of everything. Thick core, thinner core, heavyweight, midweight, lightweight, elongated, wide body, and the grips. Wild Monkey partners with ProLite and hand wrap all of their paddles with those amazing sweat channeling diamond grips. They start at $99 and come with a lifetime warranty. As a third shot listener, you will save 10% when you use code WMDROP10 at checkout on wildmonkeypb.com. That's wildmonkeyspb.com. Head over to Wild Monkeys and join the chaos.
Thanks for coming back to Third Shot, the podcast where our goal is to bring the pickleball community together. Check out our website, thirdshotpodcast.com, for our latest episodes and blogs. Don't forget to follow our show. Please write us five stars. I mean, come on. Our show's wonderful, isn't it? Give us five stars. Speaking of the Shamrock Open, we just got done talking to Dan Battistone of uh, Lake Las Vegas Sports Club. We have a couple more people that are really going to contribute to the amazing event that we're going to be having at the Shamrock Open. We have Blake Renault, founder of Pickle Play, and Chris Gialanza, one of our good friends from Wild Monkeys. How are the two of you doing today? Awesome. Excited to be here with you. I'm doing great. Thank you. Well, you know, we saved the best segment for the two of you. This is the third shot segment. So please join us in a toast to both of your companies and the Shamrock Open. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. <laughs> Might not be cheersing to the same thing that you are, but it works. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it could be any. Mine's apple juice. <laughs> So thank you both again for being on our show tonight. Uh, Blake, we are so excited to learn more about Pickle Play and to uh, find out more about the app and how you got started. So if you could share with Uncle and I and the listeners, what is the Pickle Play app? Yes. So we have a free mobile app for pickleball players of all skill levels. We offer a lot of different resources for players, whether they just picked up a paddle at the store and have no clue uh, where to even go play to find a court, um, to find other players in your skill level. We pull in tournaments and clinics. Um, Really finding pickleball is a goal, but we also have other great resources like um, coordinating group schedules. And if you have a club or group and you need help knowing when and where you're playing and track who's going. So we bring everything together on one app where we can help people find courts, find players, pickleball news, links to watch pickleball, um, and manage your club or group. You know, one of the things that I love about your app is I tend to travel uh, for work and just pleasure, and I never know where to go play at. And I love your app because it really gives me the the lowdown on whatever city I'm going to. Like, where's the closest courts that I can go to? Are they indoor? Are they outdoor? So I love that about that. How do you get all that information? Because you have a lot of courts that are participating on your app. Yes, we have over 25,000 total courts, I think. Um, well over 5,000 locations and then each location has multiple courts typically. So we've been working on pickle play actually over three years. A lot of people don't know that. So we started out once we started our development, we started out a team of um, myself and interns and, and really started researching where our pickleball courts, we started making spreadsheets and getting everything coordinated. So we launched our app with about 2000 locations. Um, We then ask our users, ambassadors, and I have um, a part-time employee that works for me that really helps research and find more court locations. So we have someone on Pickle Play that is constantly uh, keeping an eye out because as you guys know, pickleball is growing so quickly that new courts get added all the time. And so we try our best to keep track of that. But also we have a plus icon right on our map screen. And a lot of our active users um, can simply just add their courts to our map. I love that. And when I first started playing too, I was just Googling like 
pickleball courts near me and so much information would just pop up and it was really tough to filter through and find a court that was um, either free to use or wondering if I had to pay membership fees to get in and play. Um, And so this app really does it all and puts all of that information into one centralized location. So I think it's fantastic and so useful. Where did your idea or passion to create this app come from? So in a, I could go on forever telling the whole story, but um, we actually were going to be building an app for a different sport, actually. Um, and I was looking for some sort of business that I could get involved with. I have a background in business management and marketing, and um, we love to travel. And we had a, a, a whole nother idea, completely opposite of pickleball. And then our we started playing pickleball and we fell in love with it. And we realized like, my husband liked to play. I like to play. We taught our little kids how to play. The older demographic loves pickleball and just fell in love with the sport and realized, man, where do we play? Who do we play with? How do we coordinate our um, our friend group that we play with without having a ton of text message threads and things going on? So um, really the vision and the idea came from our own pain points in pickleball. A lot of people start playing, love the sport but then they need those resources easily accessible in one platform um, on a mobile app. So we saw the need for it ourselves personally, and then just kind of took it from there. That is so cool. And I don't want to ignore Chris here. Chris, Chris Gialanza from Wild Monkeys. Obviously, you're one of our favorite guests. And I, I have to tell you, uh, you know, I came down here to Vegas to, you know, really play and practice hard. And I got my Pit Viper 3K. I am just I am just trying to wear this thing out because, you know, Bridgie and I have been playing for hours and hours every single day. And it's been so much fun and the paddles performing. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what's the latest that's going on with Wild Monkeys. And thank you for introducing us to Blake. And tell us a little bit about how the two of your companies are working together. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and the same reason that, that you guys are talking to Blake and, and fascinated with the story is, is what brought us to partner with with her and the team there at Pickle Play. And um, you know that, that one of our objectives, one of our missions at Wild Monkeys is to bring these premium features to everybody, right? Players of all skill levels. And so that kind of rang true uh, when when my team and Blake's team started first talking. And uh, we feel like Wild Monkeys makes a lot of sense for customers who not only are, are first starting playing, but others who want to get serious about it and travel and play when they travel and, and are obsessed with pickleball, frankly, as, as so many of us are. And, and I know I'm talking to several people on this call who are guilty of that. And so <laughs> um, we definitely understand. But uh, we have a lot of exciting things. You know, it was a perfect time to to link up with Blake and team and uh, get you know get Wild Monkeys in front of more players around the country. And even since we've spoken, believe it or not, I have a couple of surprises. You know that that we have since developed that we'll be launching. Uh, you know, here come first of April, expanding the line and kind of doubling it with raw carbon fiber face versions of everything in the assortment, including four paddles that are T700 raw carbon fiber. And of course, because we're wild monkeys, you know, all those paddles are going to be $99 with lifetime warranty and all the fun stuff. And so a ton more details to come about all those paddles. I'll make sure that you guys get a chance to play with them and and share your feedback with your listeners. But uh, it's just an exciting time for us. So we're, we're, you know, we're here for it, whatever it is, uh, we're down for whatever and, and Blake and team and their values and their mission seem to align perfectly with us. So it was an easy and, and natural fit. 
and we're excited to see where it takes us, right? And there's some some fun stuff that Blake and I have planned for users of the Pickle Play app who fit well with, you know, wild monkey players and, and potential future wild monkey players. So there's some fun little Easter eggs that will uh, be rolling out on the map across the country throughout the year and the years, you know, as, as we go forward. And, and there's, there's a lot of fun stuff that we can do. So, you know, Bridget, you nailed it. I mean, this map is, is this app, excuse me, is killer. And it brings a lot of cool stuff to the game. And, and you and I were talking and, and it's funny, it was even in Vegas, right? Where I was, I was out in Vegas and I was trying to figure out where to play. And had I, had I been able to use an app like Pickle Play, it would have been a lot easier than random Facebook messages to dead Facebook pages trying to get some advice <laughs> about where to play. And, and what do you know, I ended up at sunset anyway. So um, it, it ended up, it ended up working out, but had I, had I had a pickle play app, then it would have been a lot easier. So we're very excited about what Blake and team are bringing to the sport. Yeah. And we are super excited too, to kind of be a part of this and uh, be able to connect you all with some pickleball players at the Shamrock Open. So um, I think Uncle has a little bit more information on what exactly participants or even spectators at the Shamrock Open can expect. Well, the uh, event starts on March 15th, goes through the 18th. Uh, the, you know, the Third Shot podcast, we're going to have our own booth. Uh, hopefully, I think it's going to be set up very close to registration. So everybody, once they register for the event, they're going to be able to come by and say hello. We're going to be doing interviews with players, uh, people that are throwing the event, some of the sponsors. And I really wanted to thank the two of you because both of you, both of your companies have really stepped up and wanted to take care of a lot of our listeners. So tell, uh, tell the people that if they come by the booth, what are they going to be able to find from Pickle Play and Wild Monkeys? Yeah. So we're excited to partner uh, with Wild Monkey and uh, give out a free paddle and some Pickle Play merchandise. Uh, I think we're going to do a daily giveaway. Is that right, Chris? So every single day of the tournament, um, you're going to be able to download the Pickle Play app and be entered to win a drawing right there on site. And uh, we're just excited to see who comes by and who's going to win. And Chris, you're so generous that you're actually donating some paddles as well to the giveaways. Yeah, the raffles, that will be the hopefully the main prize, kind of the main event of those raffles will be a free paddle. Um, so everybody will be able to experience what it is that we're talking about and, and so excited about for the new assortment from Wild Monkeys. Thank you so much for doing that. And, and one thing I just I did want to mention about Pickle Play before we get off is one of the things that I really love, because I said I'm, I, you know, I travel around and stuff like that, is that even though I can find courts, I don't necessarily know who to play with and how to kind of match up with, you know, somebody that uh, that sounds interesting to play with and kind of my level and that type of thing. And pickle play really helped a lot to kind of match me up. So I'm not just going out there and searching. And then, you know, one of the worst things is like when you go to a new court and you're, everybody's so nice, they say, come and play, but you're matched up with people that are different skill levels. And sometimes they're just crushing you. And sometimes, you know, you're better than them. And you're looking for people that are kind of the same level um, a lot of times. And, and pickle play really helped with that. Yeah. Yeah. So we try to have, uh, we do a self rating as of now on pickle, on pickle play, but we really have our profiles match with your rating. So if you're searching a specific area, you can see a list of players in that general area and their skill level. You can reach out directly to people in your skill level, or you can on our home screen, send a looking to play request. 
And we actually have um, a new version of that coming out in the next week or so. So maybe by the time this uh, airs live, but um, just constantly helping to connect players. That's a big pain point, like we said, in pickleball. And um, once you know the, you know, the court, once you have that nailed down, then you want to go at the right time and play with the right people. That's awesome. And coming from someone who's a little bit more shy, being able to reach out to somebody ahead of time and have this plan of meeting up with them really kind of eliminates the, uh, I guess, the intimidation of getting out there on the court and meeting new people. So that's incredibly helpful too. And as Uncle said before, we are super excited to be able to um, bring more participants to Pickle Play and have them join us on the app and just continue to spread the love and the, the game and the word of everything pickleball. Yes, that's awesome. And get more players playing the uh, Wild Monkeys paddles as well. I mean, I've really fallen in love with the line and I just want more people to try it out and uh, give it an opportunity because don't let the price point fool you. These are fantastic paddles at under $100. So I really encourage everybody to get out there and uh, you know, give them a shot. And we'll have some of them with us at the, uh, at the event. You can take a look at them. And I th- I'm pretty sure you're going to fall in love with them just like I have. Yeah. And I would just to add to that, even though you didn't ask me a question, but one of the reasons why we wanted to partner with Wild Monkeys is just the quality, I guess, of Chris and his team, but, and then his branding and the willingness to like back up his product. I mean, not a lot of companies are there saying that they'll give a warranty on their products. So not only is it a great price point for all pickleball players, um, yeah, just a great company and, and really stand behind their, their work. Sam, I'm flattered. I'm going to have to hire all of you because you're just you're <laughs> such good ambassadors of the brand. No, we appreciate it. And, and we're we're looking forward to, to, to your point, Greg. I mean, get, getting the paddles in everybody's hands, and that kind of takes care of everything else, right? Let people play with it and they'll decide. And we've had great success with that so far. So we are we are in no hurry. And uh, the, the, pl- the paddles and the price point speak for themselves. Well, both of you have fantastic companies and fantastic service and products. So we are really happy to partner with you uh, both on the podcast and as well as with the Shamrock Open. So thank you for both of you and your companies for participating and partnering with us. Yes, thank thank you. you both so much. And we cannot wait to get both of your products out there at the Shamrock Open next month. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you both. And thank you for joining us at Third Shot, where Bridgie and I will continue to share our pickleball journey. A special thanks to Dan Battistone, of Lake Las Vegas Sports Club, Blake Reno of Pickle Play, Chris Gialanza of Wild Monkeys. Please join us at the Shamrock Open in Las Vegas on March 15th through the 18th. We will have a link at thirdshotpodcast.com. Support the show by subscribing, and we promise to have more amazing guests like all of the people that we had on this show in future episodes. So let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time at Third Shot Podcast.